Welcome to the Drunk Guys Book Club, where books aren't just for school, where book clubs aren't just for women, and we answer to the call of Brew Thulu. I'm Mike. I'm Nate. And we're the Drunk Guys, and today we are back again at Finback, talking about H.P. Lovecraft's The Call of Cthulhu. And we're joined, of course, by Eric. Hello. I am drinking beer and talking about books. Excellent. <laughs> That's kind of our thing. <laughs> it is our thing. How appropriate. <laughs> How convenient. <laughs> and uh, we're starting with a beer, and it's called Mind Wipe. Yes, so the Mind Wipe is an IPA that we made uh, specifically for Drunk Eyes Book Club's uh, reading of this. No. no. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, so, yeah, it's an IPA. It's uh, 6.7%, so it's what I'm willing to air quote as lighter. Um, By your guy's standards, yeah. <laughs> it's like the light, I'm looking at the menu. I think that's the lightest thing. It on. is the lightest. Oh, there's a 6%, the sour, the 6%. Is yeah, and then we have like a, a blonde ale that's like 5.5. But otherwise, yeah, so it's a air quotes lighter IPA. Uh, it's got Vic's Secret and Mosaic, um, brewed in collaboration with Mudson, which is out of Oslo. Sweet. Excellent. That's Norway, right? Yeah. And uh, that's appropriate in some in way story. later in the story, yeah. yeah. They give in to the Nazis. Whoa, Very, spoiler oh, alert. Spoiler. Oh, a different thing than Norwegians <laughs> did. A little, yeah. Mm-hmm. A little early. For world, wrong world war. Okay, so this is a super famous story, sort of. I mean, I don't think the story itself is as famous as the character, yeah. Cthulhu. Mm-hmm. Isn't there a Metallica song about this? Uh, Call of Cthulhu. It's on, uh, is on like Ride, of Light, Ride the Lightning or one of the earlier it's 80s a, ones. It's one of the, that one or uh, Master of Puppets? Yeah, it's one of those two. Or I just offended the entire Metallica fan base. Yeah, something tells me they're not in the book <laughs> podcast Venn diagram. Like, I think... Beer, though, perhaps. Beer, yeah. But like Bud Light. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come at me, Metallica. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I didn't say that this beer is really nice. I don't uh, think, is, mm-hmm. is Vic's Secret uh, named after panties, like Victoria's Secret? Is this like the male equivalent? Uh, no. All right, good. <laughs> that would have been a terrible ingredient. I mean, I know you guys use some some wild stuff, but this is made with this is made with me undies. I really hope it's a guy named Vic, and it's a secret blend. A but secret I, blend uh, of hops. I unfortunately am not the hop guru, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a limb and say that it's not named after the panties. I mean, that just seems like really close. Though. <laughs> it does. Yes, it's like if I had my Victoria's restaurant husband. called McDonald's and we didn't sell hamburgers. Yeah. Like, so zeros and zeros served hamburgers. <laughs> okay, so it's really good, and it is lighter. I mean, just because I'm used to when I have once I have the little the little Finback cup here, I'm used to a, a bigger beer. But it is only six point. It is six point seven percent. It is not small at all. It's just it's relative. But it's a great beer. Thank you. Appreciate it's it. It's very nice. Is this the first time this one's come around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of so we. We have a few core beers that we'll make, but then every one of our like collaborations, we'll generally do our one-off beers. Oh, no. Some and, of them I really liked. <laughs> and, then, and then I was going to say, there's some that people are like, oh, my, I, we need this. And so we'll end up brewing them a couple more times. And that's like Smooth Beats Miami or maybe like the Fat Mango. Oh, that's uh, a collab? I didn't realize. Yeah, those are both collabs. Smooth Beats we did with Civil Society and Fat Mango we did with Interborough here in New York. Uh-huh. So who do, we, who do we have to write to to complain about when our favorite beer is no longer on? Because <laughs> I have a list. Uh, you can always email info at finbackbrewery.com oh. for all your uh, comments and suggestions. Again, a lot of, I get a lot of responses from that email. <laughs> uh, yeah, or the people, a lot of people connect, connect with us through uh, like Facebook. And it, it really is one of the most common questions is when is Smooth Beats coming back? And then what's people, are you going to brew it again? It's like, 
I am asked literally four times a week about that beer, so I can't imagine that we won't be brewing it again this summer. So uh, whenever this podcast comes out, people will be probably drinking that beer. I hope. Sweet. I hope to be doing that. Um, well, there's also there's a bunch. Of I mean, wait, we're recording this live, right? This well, yeah, it's coming out tomorrow. No. <laughs> uh, it's coming out later today. I just had one. So the uh, there's a bunch of local beer festivals in uh, New York. There's the uh, Green City. You guys are at that. We are going to that one. Yep. Uh, I just bought tickets to that. Hope to hope to see you guys there. Oh, very nice. And um, did try- you do Pastry Town? What's that? Uh, pastry Town is other half's other beer festival that they put on this year, and it's all pastry stout. Oh, fuck balls, man! I did not know about that. Oh man, that's yeah. like the, Mike's thing. That's my oh, thing. oh yeah, you got to look for it next year. Then I, is that was that like earlier in the? It year? was maybe month and a half ago. Yeah, I was busy yeah. with a baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was not yeah. paying attention. It uh, it involved a bunch of heavy pastry stouts. Oh man, yeah. that's my favorite. Like the amount of damage I've done to my body between heinous and yada. And uh, wretched, wretched, and uh, a lot of yada, man. And I have a keg at home of it. Like I was like, I couldn't. Uh, I could wait till I get home and drink this. I already paid for that one. But, uh, it's it's right here. How many? See, Roseanne Bar has two taps. So Roseanne Bar has three taps. Okay. And then I have actually an outdoor number that has two more. Oh wow! So with the does a slimmer keg fit in there better for you now? It does. Yeah. The red guy's better. Those blue ones suck. Yeah, yeah. So they're out of business. <laughs> nice. Fuck uh, that company. <laughs> they were never sponsors of our podcast anyway. Yeah, they, um, those kegs are like sturdier, you know, like... Mm-hmm. Uh, they're way solid, yeah. I yeah. See. But the, these other ones, I, you could shove so many of them into any space. It's really nice. So uh, Yeah, the, 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 the slimmer guys are nice. Um, so yeah, so right now I have three different Finback beers on tap at home. I have a Yada... Caviar, caviar, and fat peach. Oh, you have the fat peach. That's yeah, that, that's getting low, but I still have nice. fat peach. All right, but who knows? You know, I mean, Father's Day is coming up. I might be able to talk my way into getting another keg or something. Hmm. All I'll right, try, so try to time around smooth beats. If anyone knows when that comes out, if it comes out again, yes. All right, so uh, Call of Cthulhu. Call of Cthulhu. It is a. Uh, this is the first Lovecraft I've ever read, so I didn't know what to think going into it, and didn't know very much thing at all. So okay. Starts out with a, a dude. He has just inherited his uh, the papers of his uncle, great uncle, who is like a college professor who, who's like specializing in all this really weird stuff. But mainly, he's been talking to a guy. He was his, his great his great, oh, great uncle. But I was talking to a guy who's like seeing these visions and has this little clay tablet tablet with this little like figure on it. Definitely, which is in just the words, and just and then you guys having these horrible dreams, and he the words that come out are Cthulhu, something Cthulhu or Cthulhu something, and this is where this beer connects. By the way, mind wipe because Cthulhu drives you crazy. It does. So I've read a uh, a bunch of uh, Lovecraft actually, as I really want to like it. Like it seems cool, but it's like the same thing with Lord of the Rings. Like I want to like this, and then it's like oh, this is not. I don't like this. And there's a lot of reasons why you shouldn't like Lovecraft, <laughs> but the ideas are cool and they're very influential. You mean the stories, all the stories overall that you've read? Yeah. So we, oh, talk, okay. we were talking Not before. Just this specific, this one. specific story blows, but uh, Mountains of Madness is his big famous novel. That sucks. Yes. Uh, and I've read a bunch of other short stories and they're all like the same. It's really, really fucking wordy, long drawing sentences and it's, but that are somehow really specific in the vocabulary that he uses, but terrible in describing anything. <laughs> Yeah, 
It's like, oh, the enormity of the horror and the opacity of the terror was impenetrable to the mind's eye as it was indeed destroyed and diminished by the horror. And you're like, what the fuck does that say? I'm not sure that's a direct quote, but that sounds like yeah. it because it that's exactly like how he writes. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, he, I channeled him. You read an entire nice. paragraph and you go, what? Yeah. So it was horrible, but why? Like, Give me a color, like a <laughs> size, like anything. So yeah, this 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 story it, it, is it's a long short story too. It was long. It took me a really long time to read it. Uh, and so anyway, the dude he's sort of like there's this like weird dude having dreams and this clay tablet, and he basically is going crazy. And so he decides to sort of search out and try and find what's going on. And then he there's this like police detective from Louisiana where he found the voodoo rituals. Yeah, there's a lot of racism in this there story, is, too. Yeah, and there are definitely quite a lot. The voodoo rituals, and then the uh, traces it to another group of dudes, the sailor from Oslo. Ooh. Yes, indeed. The sailor the from Oslo, who his ship had, like, been attacked out in the South Seas and had been... Everyone died but him. Everybody died from him, but they had first discovered this, like, pillar city out in the middle of the ocean... And then a giant door with a big sea monster behind it. I'm really, this is like the whole story. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The whole, whole story behind it. And there's all the stuff about the old gods. And then the guy, uh, and then the old sailor died, but his wife, but he had written down all of his uh, recollections in English. And then the dude who happened to speak English happened to get them and read them. And that's the whole story. And it's like crazy, man. Now, as for like, what is it all about? It, it starts out with a really. I want to say page one with a really sort of interesting uh, quote here. Okay, second sentence. We live on a placid island of ignorance in the midst of black seas of infinity, and it was not meant that we should voyage far. The sciences, each draining in its own direction, have hitherto harmed us little, but someday the pieces together of dissociated knowledge will open up such terrifying vistas of reality and of our frightful position therein that we shall either go mad from the revelation or flee from the deadly light into the peace and safety of a new dark age. That is literally like basically the first paragraph of the whole thing. That's actually kind of an interesting sentence. Is that one sentence? That, no, that was two sentences. Oh, right. That was two sentences. Um, <laughs> Some of it is poetic. Some and, of it, you know. And he's like kind of saying that we as humans only know a little bit and that they only know a little bit about the world and the universe. And but we're blah, only blah, meant blah. to know but a little But we're only meant to know a little and that somehow beneath it all, there is something truly horrible and terrifying that we're not meant to know. But someday, science is going to piece it together and then we're all fucked. That's kind of what it's saying. That's like the start of the story. And this dude from Rhode Island wrote all about it. That's where he's from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I figured it out. That is the thing in the books. Like the ancient ones. The old gods. The old gods. Like that's Cthulhu. And there's a whole bunch of other ones. Like they all have Hotep in their name. A whole bunch of Hoteps. Uh, like Nyar Lar Lar Like you can't even pronounce them. They're always like almost pronounceable collections of phonemes. Then you're like, nah, Lord, Hotep. And you yeah. just, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure there's a Dungeons and Dragons master right now who would smack some sense in She was about to give us one star. Oh, so sorry. <laughs> Roll 20 or above to give one star, though. So it, 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 he has all these characters, and, and they're these like otherworldly beings that they exist just to make our minds melt with our dumbness. Mm-hmm. Speaking of making our minds melt. Yeah. Let's have a beer. Let's, uh, we have the second beer here. This is Ultramarine. Ooh, so Ultramarine is a, another IPA 
not quite as light. It's 7.1%. Uh, this one we have brewed once before. Uh, it's a double dry hop IPA. It's that hazy New England style that everybody's used to now from us. It's a mosaic and Amarillo. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's nice. Double hops, triple delicious. <laughs> Though it also says single up. I don't know what that means. Yeah, I, don't under- I actually asked the taproom manager today, and she laughed. <laughs> does she write the? Does she write the copy for this? Uh, it's a conglomerate of people. It's really nice. It is a little drier, like not as sweet. I would think has a little bit more bitterness. I would say at the end, but yeah. it's still like the IBUs are super low. So I actually thought ultramarine for a while was two words in my head. I just thought it was two words, and I was like, "Whoa, it's some buff marine, or <laughs> or like a really a John Cena movie, a really amazing ocean." Uh, and then I saw the label and I'm like, oh, it's one word. And I was like, well, now I don't know what it means. Then I had to use the magic of the internet and find out it's the color blue, (laughs) which is, I guess, somehow related to the story. Well, the sea, the sea is blue. Um, unless it's green and there are mariners, (laughs) uh, and some of them are like the one guy who lives, he's, he's the ultra mariner. He's the last one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, that's a, that's as good a connection as we can aspire to some days. Yeah, we don't have a lot of HP Lovecraft named beers. He did live in New York City for a time. Is that right? Yes. Couldn't hack it. Move back to Rhode Island. Must have been talking about the rats in the subway. What was that? The, the, the big rats in the oh. subway. That's all I mean. Yeah. So, his inspiration. And then and his and it fueled his racism. Like, <laughs> uh, like there's a lot of points in the book where it's totally, totally unnecessary. Yeah, not even important that it's not even they like he called that. Wait, <laughs> the the racism. The yeah. the more polite N word comes uh, out a lot. Okay, not the hard R one, but you know, I know it's the nineteen twenties. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like that dated then, but like looking at it now, you're like, dude, that wasn't really. But they're all like important Haitian voodoo practitioners. Yeah, and like the one guy in the beginning doesn't his his uncle was like beaten to death by a Negro sailor or something like that. Yes, and you're like, sounds, oh. sounds reminiscent of Moby Dick. Uh, well, yeah, there was like the, but well, that was like 60, <laughs> yeah, 75 years, years earlier, earlier or something. Yeah. And there were still slaves at that point, not to excuse it, but to yeah. perhaps explain it. It was in college. <laughs> it, was, it was experimenting. <laughs> the Daniel Hawthorne is that beefcake. <laughs> <laughs> so they've taken, they, so he took this character then and used it in other stories? There's like things that relate to it. So there's like other ancient gods and then they'll kind of appear in their stories. And then there's that, the city, like Relay or something, R apostrophe. Yeah. yeah blah, 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 uh, which has the geographic coordinates they give you. Yeah. It's like it's they definitely 49 gives you GPS south, coordinates. Like, which oh, is okay. actually, it, it pinpoints to Hoboken, New Jersey, which is very, very strange. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I believe it. No, it's like somewhere in the middle. There's where we found this island. And um, I'm sure you can go on Google Maps and some dickhead has put uh, yeah, a, a little thing, a little thing Cthulhu there. On a Cthulhu Maps. pops out there. And then I would imagine that after Lovecraft died, other people have like used oh, yeah. it as inspiration. Oh, tons of them. Uh, One of which, being George R.R. R. Martin, has definitely like <laughs> taken the idea of the old gods and... Put them in, not that there's a giant sea monster in it in Game of Thrones exactly, but the religion of the Ironborn, which are basically the Vikings of mm-hmm. Game of Thrones, definitely uh, believes in that. Well, he's influential, but there mm-hmm. have been other people who have just written in the same universe, too. That's true. There's hundreds of stories and novels and people who have just written things, and not just like fan fiction, but like legit authors or legit sci-fi fantasy authors who are published and wherever. They just continue this and add to it. 
in the the lore of Cthulhu and all the other shit that goes along with it. So it's really rich, I guess. Um, but I don't really, I don't really know too much more about it. Everything I read, I try to under, I try to understand more, and it's like this is just weird shit. There's like not really, there's no details. And I might have missed it, but the uh, the call, like, is it like a siren's call, and it's like luring you to your freaking madness, or? Well, there's a thing when they open the door and the the cyclopean blocks all you over. You kept the using land. the word cyclopean, which is a great word. It just means like really big. It just has one eye. No, it means yeah, large. That's, that's what I was like. Does it mean a one-eyed block? It's, okay, it's like a shitty Lego. <laughs> it means it means, it means enormous. Like okay. the Cyclopses were giants. So, but there's this this city, these ruins in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, and this big. I'm picturing like one of those old uh, old school basement trap doors you'd have on the side of your house that like slant. You could run into like the storm door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like those flip open, and then the monster comes out. It's this big oozing obese octopus man dragon and then it kind of like attacks them but like they're like drawn to it you know like yeah. it wants to eat them or whatever the fuck it wants to do with them and then they try to run away and then they ram it into the head ram its head they ram cthulhu in the head mm-hmm. with their ship and then its head just like starts reforming like it's t-1000 <laughs> and then they try to get away and he eats a bunch of people or something i, I, I then guess one guy and then they go crazy but then they're like yeah they, they're like they can't get it out of their mind but also like when they opens when he opens the door or like the city itself it's like non-Euclidean shapes. <laughs> like it's MC Escher. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like things that can't exist in three dimensions do here for some reason. That's the power of the old gods or the ancient gods or the hell they're called. That's as much detail as I really got out of the story. Yeah. Thanks, H.P. Lovecraft. I believe, I, I forget if it's the Hugo or the Nebula or like one of those sci-fi fantasy awards. The trophy is a H.P. Lovecraft bust. Really? One of those things. It might be the Locust. I forget which hmm. one, but one of those... But is it but Lovecraft bust because he's so important? He like invented weird, weird fiction because he's, he's not a science fiction guy. It's not really fantasy either. I mean, it's I mean, well, well, back then, I mean, probably, but now weird. I guess. Well, nowadays fantasy means like dwarves and elves. Yeah, yeah. Like magic and elves, it's fantasy. Robots and mm-hmm. computers, sci-fi, but. He doesn't really fall into either of those categories. I mean, yeah, it's definitely fantasy. It's not really horror, right? Even though well, everything is. is horror, but there's but there's not really. But it's not like a ghost story. It's not a vampire story. Suspense, I guess. Yeah, but so it kind of gets called weird fiction. A lot. Well, the old gods that like give you horrible dreams that drive you crazy—that's horror. It is, but he doesn't really fit neatly in with all the other horror writers you think about. It's just like Cthulhu. Like it fucks with you. You can't place it. You know, mm. it's super meta. Should you read it? This is the only thing I've read. I thought it was kind of interesting, actually. I thought it was the whole, like, you know, stuff about the old gods. I actually did find it interesting. I haven't read any of the other things that apparently you guys didn't like, so I couldn't say. I'd say this is, of the things I've read by him, this was the best, in my opinion, because it was short-ish and interesting in, like, the changing of the perspectives and stuff like that. You know, there's, like, mm-hmm. sort of a epistolary effect. It was okay. It was probably better than average, but it wasn't amazing. And for the amount of... Like, people who dick ride H.P. Lovecraft today. I was like, yeah, this is... I don't get it. Yeah. But it's also like, maybe it's like seeing the pilot of your favorite TV show. You know, you're like, man, it really, they've come a long way since then. True. Like, you ever watched the first Seinfeld? Man, it's terrible. <laughs> so, it's like, yeah, this is... Maybe he got, maybe he like got on a roll afterwards. It's more like the idea that's important. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But it's also one of those things you can get really sucked into. And you could spend the next 10 years just reading stuff in this world. 
and not get it all. So I'm, I'm wary of that. Yeah, right. yeah, I think I'm good on it. <laughs> all right. Tell us what you thought. Send us an email to drunkguysbookclub at gmail.com. Uh, send us, uh, oh no, follow us on Twitter at drunkguysbc or follow us on the Facebook and Instagram at drunkguys, uh, Drunk whatever it is, slash drunkguysbookclub. And if, you listen, if you've listened this far, please leave us a review. Just round up to five stars. It won't drive you mad to give us five stars. Thanks for thanks again to Finback for letting us hang out here and providing some delicious brews that also don't drive you mad. And uh, we'll Unless you, you really time. drink a lot. Challenge accepted. <laughs> thanks, Eric. See you later. Thanks for listening. <laughs>